0: There was a man at the end of my garden. He was holding on to something. An A-framed advertising board, or a teepee, or two doors leaning against each other, or something. It was hard to tell through the kitchen window. It was reflecting bright rectangles of lamplight over the dark mass outside, but there was a man stood there. I was certain of that. Every now and then he was underlit by his phone. It would catch his brow and his nose, and was that Yes. His gums and his teeth. As he looked down, he would smile for a few seconds, then stop, draw back the cloak of his top lip. I turned down Walter Geography on the stereo and returned to the window, the song titled Love, Chutney, or Duress ticking backwards across the glass. I would played the scenario out of my imagination a thousand times before. If an intruder were to approach the kitchen side with its floor-to-ceiling French doors, a fantastic vantage point over all lots in the street. I would turn and escape through the pottery room, the front hall, the room where I washed my dog, the room with the shoes and the hat stand. I'd open the front door into the street, and as a diversion, make a scene, shouting names of men I knew. Ross! There's someone in the house! I'd quickly double back up the stairs, treading on the quiet ones in sequence. One, three, four, six, eight, nine. Barrel into the shitter, lock the door out onto the ledge, the extension roof, down into the shrubs and wait quietly behind the André Arshaven water feature. He could see me, this man where he was stood. He could see me and yet he was unfazed. He stayed where he was. Forty days had passed since the night I met David Moyes. It was an unassuming evening. Lots of walking and laughing, telling tales of long-forgotten bars and karaoke songs and ill-advised cigarettes. Cursing the fierce drizzle that soaked our clothes, but praising it for the immediacy it gave the East London landscape. In its erasing the distance, we could think only of the moment of each other. (laughs) He kissed me on my eye patch. Oh, David, I don't want this to end. I was conscious of the people passing, looking at us a little too long, pretending to put something in the bin I was sitting on, delaying their retreat to the promenade to take a look at David's pinched complexion. (laughs) What I liked most about David was that his age didn't close him off to the world, didn't narrow his vision, sharpen his prejudices. He was like a knight with the open mind of a horse. He'd seen some things. Big battles. He knew that I was nervous, and he knew what to do. Close your eye, he whispered, and I did. I love you, I thought in the privacy of my mind. Uh, and then, and then he was gone. For a moment, the man in the garden seemed to fracture into seven silhouetted figures. My bare toes pressed white and bloodless, I could not move. The A-frame he lent on flexed became scapulae, wings, large, angular wings like meaty fans, and the seven pitched high into the roof of the burra tree, which shook off its long fruit with the force of their landing. I was rooted and I was staring. A little too long, I thought. I'm an igloo. I'm a chunky igloo but as I blinked the dryness from my lenses the seven avian figures were dragged back into the singular silhouette stood underlit, the frame stationary as it presumably had always been (laughs) he was whistling my favourite Katie Tunstall tune from her old stuff when I was at Sunderland came the voice between bars of the serenade, Jack Rodwell and I used to enjoy drawing brass rubbings and that we made some really unique pictures, you know Aye. Unique they were. He liked doing sycamores, manhole covers, ladder detailing. He said it was the alphabet of the earth, you know. <laughs> he was good like that. The man came close, dragging his object behind him. We made entire scrapbooks of the Northeast, you know. This is Annick, Gateshead, Longbitten. We had a handshake. A clubhouse at the back of the daycare centre. We were so happy making our pictures, you know. (laughs) We called ourselves Wax Atlas. Then all went to shit. He was five feet away from the window. He had Crayolas and an ammunition clip over his tummy. They took my pictures, Niall Quinn, Paddy McNair, and they hung them in the changing room. Jack's too. Acted like sort of eel people imagine if the world could spell they said and all it could say was bark and all it could say was Stanton and Stavley all it could say was I'm a ladder they laughed me out they had wanted me out from the start but the custard coloured man David Francis Moyes appeared at the window I'm here now I was happy to see him But I had so many questions. Why did he leave that day? How did he find me? Longbetton? Before I found the requisite power in my tongue to speak, David exhaled deeply onto the window that stood between us and he drew some testicles and a penis with his finger. I've made you a picture, he said, turning the easel to face me. I've made us a picture.